Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and... Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. Now, can I just fill everyone in uh, around the world that's listened to this podcast? Toby earlier today said, I am so tired, I'm going to be in a bad mood, but when I'm in a bad mood, they're always good podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know, I, I mean, I am very tired, but I've just had some chocolate. It's perked you up. And it's perked me up, yeah. You Sugar might have home. a crash by the end of the podcast. Oh, mate. Uh, um, listeners' questions <laughs> down the drain for me. Talking about listeners, um, where you got slagged off, Derek Scott? Is that right? Scott Derek? Derek. Derek. Derek? Let's just stick with Derek. D-Rock. D-Rock has mm. got back to us and said, Toby, he was only joking and he highly respects you. Do you know what? I reckon that's the biggest joke of all of the emails we've got. <laughs> uh, April Fools! <laughs> Do you know what? The thing is, is I still don't like you, D-Rock, but no. Uh, the thing is, is you can't really interpret a message, can you? Rock from an email, no. From an email, a text message, or something like that. Yes. It's a lot better. Well, we know firsthand, don't we? Face-to-face, mate. Yeah, That might be because I can't spell. Then I just like to talk to people face to face. But other than that, hey, listen, we've we've gone on way too long. Have we? Because we've got to plug ourselves and oh, then we've got to get on with the show. Man. Oh, of course. Of so course. If you could go across, support like, us. Share, subscribe, follow. And really just push it. Like push yeah. it to your friends. Even if they don't like it, just keep pushing it until they listen to it and then they can't help. But either love or hate. We are marmot. No, just subscribe and then you don't actually have to listen to us. Actually, that's great. Steal mm. your friend's phone. Yes. Go on to their iTunes. Press subscribe. Yeah. Never tell them. Tell who? Tell who? I don't know what you're exactly. talking about. Exactly. That's what I'm on about. Without further ado. Yeah. We're off to. Breaking news. Kindly supported by. Super XV. Rugby website. Where we get a lot of our news we from. Do. do you know what I enjoy about Super Rugby, what well, is Super XV the most? Is you can go there and you watch all the highlights. You can, they're good. And they're nice, sort of short, sharp bits, aren't they? They are. And you know, team sheets. Mm, I like works. it. I like it. I anyway, like, mate. I like what they're doing over there. Me too. And I hope those readers like what we're doing over here. Do you reckon? No. Nah. <laughs> and numbers haven't changed at all. Mm. <laughs> Why Shannon Frizzell is in pole position to reclaim All Blacks number six jersey this year? Let me guess, because he's playing outrageously good rugby. Easy, isn't it? Real easy. But then that got me thinking, which hurt my head. So I had to rest. And then I thought about it again. Is that why you're so tired today? Mate, I'm tired because I was on duty all weekend. (laughs) You didn't give me a hand at all. So, who else has been playing well enough to cement an A-B spot. 
So they're sort of saying Shannon Frizzell, his name's on the team sheet, number six. Who else? That's a great question. Who else do you Aaron think? Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith, like it. And his name's not even down there, but I like it. Richie Mwanga. Yes, I thought that. Geordie Barrett. No. No, I, I, I hope not. Oh, God. But I thought it might be so on I've that got, list. I've got D-Mac. Oh, yeah, D-Mac. Love yeah. D-Mac. Big I've got Will Whoa, jo- whoa, 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 man. God, this is, you're spoiling all the fun. Oh, sorry, Mosh. you got Will Jordan. Yes. Do you have Will Jordan? Yeah, I've got him on the list, you but where's he going to play? I think definitely on the wing. Yeah. 100% on nah. the wing. Nah. Utility back. Eh? He's I reckon on the bench. Rico? I've got him on the list. So is this your list? This is my list. Oh, this is not the official I, no, list. No, this, this, <laughs> these are the people who I think. Oh, I thought this was from someone that I would highly respect or something. So now No, God, no. <laughs> no. Heck no. Sam Whitelock. His name's on my list. Yeah. Um, Do you think Artie Surveyor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's on the list. He's got to be on the list. Would and you go Scotty number Barrett? eight? Oh, yeah, I would or go. would you go number seven? I reckon you, with him... Because Sam Kane at the moment is out, isn't he? Yeah, I would go probably. I still go probably Hoskins at eight, at eight. and I probably go Artie at seven. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Cody Frizzell. Taylor, Dane Coles. I I would still go Dane Coles, but mm. I think Cody Taylor and Dane Coles, and Dane Coles is signed until the World Cup. So is Dane Coles. That's what I just said. Yeah, I know. But you said Cody Taylor. <laughs> Who else? Who else? Bowden Barrett. He's on my team. Definitely on my team. He's playing awesome in, in Japan. He scored a hat-trick in, what, in, in 10 in, minutes. I mean, you well, can't deny school, that. that schoolboy cr- rugby. <laughs> you can't Come deny on. that he's in hot form. I'm sorry. Scoring here, scoring there, scoring everywhere. You know what? If I was his wife, I'd be really worried because he's Ooh, scoring he's all the time. scoring 24-7. No, I, I'm not sure about Bowden Barrett. I'd like to see him playing at a high level first before I would pick him for international. My question to you now is, who, which positions in the All Blacks are up for grabs? Twelve. Twelve, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think... The wings? Wings, definitely. Yeah. I still think fullback as well. I think fullback. There's Will Jordan, uh, Geordie Barrett... D-Mac. And D-Mac. I think there's three there... There's also David Harvilli who could play back there. He could. And play at 12. Yes. And play and at 13. Ten. And 10. And on and the wing. wing. Wow. Tough, isn't it? I reckon eight's up for grabs. I don't think Hoskins has played out for skin this year. No, I So agree. I think that's up for grabs. I think that the, the flanks are up for grabs as well. I think you're right about um, Shannon Frizzell. Yeah. But I would also say that potentially. I reckon front row. Yeah. I mean, the thing with front row is. We've got a wealth of. We do have a you know, wealth. We of now quality. have genuinely complete front row off yeah. the bench of really high quality. Yeah, right, mate. What What's your first? Uh, I've got Warren Gatlin. Story. Oh, Warren dear. Gatlin playing games. Is he? What kind of get rugby? A premiership officials furious over Gatlin's Lions threat to English base players. What he said is. If they're not released to his uh, training camp, which is two weeks earlier than had been planned, then he potentially, if it's a 50-50 call, he won't pick the English players. And this is kind of obviously should have been dealt with behind closed doors and Gatlin's put it out there. And the premiership officials, like the club owners, are not happy. I can see why. They pay their players. And as I believe at the moment, he wants them two weeks earlier than normal, and it's two games, and isn't they're it? not saying I oh, will pay. F- we'll pay for them. Well, we just want them. Yeah, just give them to me. And you know the Lions are going to make an absolute truckload of cash because their first games at Murrayfield, and that's why they want to be. They want them to be released to, so they can prepare for Murrayfield. Surely it's going to be huge, huge. Surely they can come to an agreement where the clubs stop playing, paying those players, and then they just overlap with the Lions paying those players. Well, you, you, that's what you would imagine. But as it currently surely stands, that's like a respectful thing to do. That's not on the table as it's been well. said. So Gatlin, he has been known to ruffle a few feathers. There's a Kiwi, mate. 
He, uh, and that that photo, look at him there. I know. He's ruffling some feathers there, isn't he? Jamie, would you take him on? You can zoom in a long way with these. Hey, can, look at yeah, that. The quality of that. Yeah, I'd look slap him. Wow. Well, I tried to anyway. Oh, no, wow. That beard's pretty impressive. I know, isn't it? yeah, it's thick. I know the people listening to this aren't getting thick the full with value. Thick two C's, mate. Thick with two C's. Anyway, hey, my second story. I haven't finished. Oh, no, carry I on, Mike. I have finished. <laughs> Go on. That's, can you smell that? Bad attitude, it smells yeah. like a bad, it's a bad attitude. Yeah. All right, that's good from you. Yeah, cheers, Mush. Right, <clears throat> excuse me. Super Rugby. Tonga coach welcomes Moana Pacifica, but with warning for all blacks. <clears throat> now, I listened to a, um, was it a podcast or something in New Zealand? It was just an interview, and it was an interview of the Tongan coach and someone else, not sure who. But the gist of it is, was, Eighty percent of the players in those two teams, yeah, coming into Super Rugby next year from the islands, yeah. So eighty percent of those players are not allowed to play for the All Blacks or Australia. So they have to be sort of homegrown talent. Okay, got ya. Twenty <clears throat> percent are able to play or could already have played. Right. Is this is he basically saying don't steal our players? Correct. Don't steal our players. Don't steal our players. And then I was I sort of put there. I was like, are the the unions of Australia and New Zealand being greedy? Are they being greedy? But also, he's saying that maybe fringe players, or yeah, so fringe players. So the New Zealand rugby union can go. Well, we're probably not going to pick them. On the regular, so you guys can have them. I, so dual I, nationality. So you've yeah. got like via Fafita, you've got uh, a Suffam uh, Amua, <clears throat> you've got maybe the Blues props. A few of those yeah, yeah, yeah. can go and play for them. They play for the islands during the, the World Ma- Cups. The Manap. Oh, okay. As well, that sort of thing. I actually think so. New Zealand need to share the love. I think New Zealand do share the love. I, I actually, because it, and maybe this is because I'm biased, right? I'll, I'll put it out there. I actually think um, Australia are pretty good at this as well because they have both voted in the past to change the rules about um, playing for potentially, if you only played a small amount of caps for New Zealand, you could go yeah. and play for Tonga, a tier two nation. They've brought that to world rugby. They've supported that. Other countries haven't. So I do think, I think New Zealand, they're not going to make any money out of Mana Pacifica and the, the Fijian uh, Jura team. They're not making it. They're going to lose money probably mm. because they've got to travel there. They're doing it to, to strengthen Pacific Islands rugby. But also, I think <coughs> New Zealand, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's some guys in dark corners uh, with sinister plans as well. But I think on the whole... I think New Zealand ha- are doing right by the Pacific Islands when other countries have just, you know, left them to dry. And maybe I am talking about the Six Nation teams that heavily rely on yeah. on not, you know, releasing certain players to go and play for Tonga or uh, Fiji or whatever. You know, and, and and it's catch twenty two because if you're paying these guys lots of money, then then you want to, of course, yeah. But you know, like fringe players, even fringe players in the Super Rugby teams, like Asafa Amor, you know, is he going to be a regular starter for the Hurricanes now that Coles has signed on for another couple of years, few years? Probably not. Maybe you never know. And then you've got. You know the all black props. You need who are to starting be, on the yeah. bench. You need to be really, really careful though, because you do not want to dilute. What we want is what we want is we want to have most of the players playing in these two new teams yeah, but to also, have not played Super Rugby before, and they are from the islands playing for the islands. I have heard that a Malakai Fikitoa might be coming back. Yeah, did you read that? No, I didn't. But right. uh, but I do know especially the Fiji Jura team, they've already signed a number of players that were playing in Europe and right. they're going to come back. And that's what it's about. 
That's yeah, what it's about. No, I, I totally agree because they want to come home, don't they? That's right. But also those players that I sort of rattled off at the start, if they're not getting regular starts, are they going to want to stay in New Zealand? Or are they going to want to go overseas and chase the money? Well, you know, absolutely. But if they're yeah. starting I think for, you're, if you're a sufferer more, you do realise that once Cody Taylor retires, which will be after the World Cup, no doubt, no diggity, no doubt. Cody Taylor or Dane Coles? Cody Taylor. No, D- Dane Coles, sorry. Do you, do you know <laughs> where I think Suffer Amor should go? Oh, Highlanders. Yeah. Great, that's a good shout. Yeah. Because I do think, uh, who's there at the moment? What's his name? Uh, Ash Dixon. Yeah, I think Ash Dixon is on his last legs, even though he is playing fantastic rugby. I think he'd be a great bench player. But he's already a bench player. Who? A sufferer more. Yes. No, no. I mean, oh, you mean Ash Dixon, Ash being Dixon a great would be a great player. bench player. Yeah. You're right, mate. You're always right. No, well, that's no not I don't true. like this. When we first started this podcast, you literally knew not that much. And now you just come out with gym after gym after gym, week in, week out. It's because I have to do the work for it. I don't just rely on you to do it, and then I read it on, and then Super Rugby, oh, Super oh super Rugby Podcast, it's us. <laughs> to be fair, you do do work now, don't you? Yeah, I got to, mate. Yeah, you got 50-50 stake. Yeah, you share in the wealth as well. What wealth? <laughs> <laughs> mate, great story here. Wait for this one. Yeah, this is a good one. This is TJ Perinara, and this is serious. We're not joking about this. Yeah, but how serious? What are we? 50-50? 30-70? No, I think, he's, I think they've offered him. I, I think that's clear. Basically, before, because people won't know, Perinara has been tapped up by the Roosters. I'm pretty so sure this it's the is, Roosters. Um, NRL. Uh, NRL to play yeah. hooker. And actually, it's not ridiculous. No? He would be... A fantastic hooker in the so. NRL. Hey, brilliant. He's he's built like a, a NRL hooker. Yeah. And he's he could Great be, hands. He could be good tackler as well, good defender. He could be a guy that goes over and just like straight away just maybe he'd be better at rugby league than he is at rugby, and that's saying something. That is saying something, but you don't see very often rugby union players going to rugby league. No, because the money in general, and it's not a world game. Although well. rugby league in the NRL is big. Big. The only thing is, a couple of players from each team kind of take all the salary cap. Yes, yeah. So if you're one of those two, two or three, mm. you're getting paid huge, huge bucks. Yeah, you are. But actually, if you're not... You're just getting them you get bare a, minimum you get a, at times. Mate, you get a couple of Percy Pigs... Love but, a Percy um, Pig yeah, to be and fair, he, Mush. He's had a lot of support from rugby league players, yeah. rugby union players. Teammates. If it, if it was me and I was his age. How the, old is he? Well, he's not is it, that is it, old. Let's say 29. I was going to say 27, but it, I might it be It says 29 here, yeah. 29, yeah. Okay. And I just think that this is, a, this is the right time, short-term deal, get across there, play a bit of rugby league, and, you know, happy days. Why not? The man smashes forwards in rugby and imagine his left foot out of dummy scrum kicking them 40-20s. But he's also not that small. No, he's you not. You look at him there against uh, Artie Sevilla. Yeah. He must be around six foot. No, he can't be. I think he is. No, yeah. I'm going to look, look it up. Look at Artie Sevilla. I'm going to look it up, Mush. Look at his hair, mate. Artie Sevilla's added an extra couple of inches with his hair. But I reckon he's about six foot. Maybe even, yeah, six foot, I think. Here we go. No, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. And you would be correct. Oh. 184. I reckon he's going to be about foot. 96 Ooh. kgs as well. Are you wrong? What is he? He's 94. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, mate. Yeah. Righto. So he's My, a big old unit for a scrum half, isn't mm, he? He is. My last story. Now, again... Because we're a podcast, you can't see the picture that I have. But it's a female referee who did the uh, Western Force and the Waratahs. Yeah, I was going to bring this up. Oh. oh I've gotten first. No, no, I was going to bring this up. If you didn't bring it up, oh, I really? was going to bring it up. So I'm glad that you've finally I know. Yes. acknowledged that, I think yes. her name is Amy. 
Is it Amy? Didn't yeah. know. Anyway, a- Amy a, I've got... has actually refereed a game. Love it. I'm waiting for you to say this is the first time she's refereed the main game this so, year. So this is the first time she's refereed. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's ref though. And when will it happen in New Zealand? Needs to happen. We're in New Zealand. falling behind. Can I just say again though? She made a tough call right Did at the end she? of the game. That won the game, arguably. Was it the right call? Yes, it was. So and there you apart go. Apart from that, again, can't remember her influence in the game. No. I, I, I genuinely, not just saying this because she's a female, right? I think she's a damn good referee. There you go. Perfect. Doesn't matter if they're male or female. If they're good enough, chuck them in. I like that. Anyway, next one from you, Mush. Is that it? Yep. So... Quick, short, and sharp. Want right. to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's already starting. Overseas stars lining up for Fiji Super Rugby franchise. You mentioned that earlier, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, they're already <coughs> signing up all the Sevens guys. So whereas yeah. the Sevens, the ones that are going to Rio, past Rio, we're probably going to go to Europe. They're now, they're now signing on, which is like fantastic. That. There is high-profile... Other people apparently are playing in Europe, and I think you've mentioned guys like Fekitoa. Not that they're going to Fiji. I think he's. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I just yeah. saw his name pop up um, on potentials. But so. what's going to be really, really interesting is, and as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, these are family guys. They want to be with their families. It's fantastic that they can earn. A, a they good also amount want of money. to get back and drink the carver, don't they? Yeah. Can't get that overseas. What is interesting is they might have to set up base in, I think, Auckland because of COVID. They're not going to be able to go to and from. But I reckon the home games in Auckland will be immense. They will. Do you remember Imagine when the Tonga, support that they get. Do you remember when Tonga played in the Rugby League World Cup? Did they beat? They beat New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. they did. But it was literally like, like Tongan. You know, there's like the forty thousand, or even if you weren't <clears throat> from Tonga, you were supporting Tonga. Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? So I think there's a lot of support for the island, the island boys um, in the North Island. So I think they'll pack it out. Yeah, I agree. Week in, week out, which would be absolutely fantastic. But I just think it's great. My only worry is this: I think the Fijian team's going to be fine. The you know it's basically one country. They've got the Olympics. They've got a really good a Vern Connor running yeah. their rugby. So is There's, he going to be the coach? Well, I don't know. But what I'm trying to say is they're already becoming more professional. So I think the the Fijian Super Rugby team will be fine. I'm not so confident about the Mana Pacifica team. I think it's going to be a real bit of a mess. There's going to be guys playing from Tonga, from Samoa. You got how guys, long are they going to have though? Exactly. How long are they going to have? It? And and it's going to be a bit of. I think it's going to be. I hate to say it. It's going to be a disaster. Do you think so? I think the Mana Pacifica team will be a disaster unless. They do what you mentioned earlier, which is to get a couple of named players from New Zealand to kind of go and support them. The backbone of the team yeah. almost. Yeah, and I and I think that's going to be really key for that Mana Pacifica team. Because it was one thing, as I say, to go Fiji, one country, one vision, yeah. pride, to then go and fling a whole bunch of young Fijians... Um, Tong and Samoan boys yeah. uh, together and expect them to just gel and Almost like click. a bit of a Barbars team. A little bit. But it just depends on how much time they have before the first game. You know, will they have six months, four months, or will they have three weeks? Yeah. But it's great, isn't it? Oh, love it. It's absolutely Can't wait brilliant. for the first team to beat the Crusaders. Beautiful. Talking about the Crusaders, Reza mm. Dazzler has... Um, emailed oh Razzla Dazzla and I had to listen to the email because God, how many pages into, was it well, it was quite a few detail is is Razzla Dazzla's key here 
But, but can I know, just ask? The only thing is... Where does he find the time to write these emails? Obviously at work. Obviously he doesn't do much at work. That's, that's, <laughs> what, that's where we all find time. <laughs> <laughs> all I've got to say is, Lorcan, a few weeks ago, showed a little bit of, of class and dignity. Okay. When he didn't gloat. Whereas the possibly the Chiefs versus the Crusaders game jumped off the page with a little bit more vibrancy than I enjoyed. I think Razadeza said that he'd watched the game twice and then the highlights because obviously he was incredibly impressed with the Chiefs. Yeah. And so he should be. But um, Razzler, hey, yeah. thanks for that. You've got you, to win with dignity, don't you? How cross was I? After the game, you were dirty. You were so dirty. It was like the All Blacks losing or England winning. Oh, England Yuck. winning. Yuck! That's awful. I hate that. Mate, Question: Yeah, would you rather see the All Blacks lose or England win? Oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, okay. I'd rather England win, but it'd have to be like um, against Georgia, Namibia. <laughs> anyway, okay. So the Rebels. Narrowly lost whoa, to the Brumbies, twenty six twenty. You've got to say we're moving on to the results. I did. You no, just you were didn't. too busy talking, mate. You just went seamlessly into it. Perfect. There needs to be mate. a seam. Sorry, the results. You're gonna are you gonna mention the hard work that I've written on the right hand side. No, you can do that. No, you do this one, and okay. I'll do the other one because I've done okay. it for both. Uh, the Rebels just lost to <laughs> Brumbies, twenty six twenty. Um. Hard to beat the Rebels. What? what? Hard to beat the Rebels. Oh, mate, I'm not no, reading that. No, you don't have to read that. Or look, didn't ask I was just looking at it. Uh, Western Force had a fantastic win over the Waratahs. Last minute kick, mate. 31-30. Last minute kick. And that was where Amy came into her own and said, Razzler Dazzler, you hate the, the Waratahs and I'm going to do you a favour. <laughs> I'm going to do you one. Uh, again, another one-point win. Chiefs over the Crusaders, 26-25. Moving on quickly. Game of two halves, really, wasn't it? Nah. Yeah, I agree. Nah. Thanks, Toast. It was Tokes. close. Close all the time. Very close. It's a great game. Great game of rugby. Bad ending, <laughs> but, but great still, game of rugby. He's still dirty. I'm, I'm sorry, dirty. but the thing is, is why didn't the Crusaders pass it back earlier for that drop kick. Richie Moanga was back there. He was. Ready he was go. back there for this, three this or is, four we're phases. Moving on to what caught your eye, mate. Come on. Let's move on. Move uh, on. The move Blues on. <laughs> lost to the Highlanders. Another close game, 35 29. Uh, then we've got. So the conferences, we've got the Aussies. Uh, Reds haven't lost. Then we've got the Brumbies and Western Force. Great to see the Western Force up into third. Yeah, and, and I think as Razzle Dazzle put in his email, or novel, um, <laughs> uh, was that the Western Force don't have one international or they have one international player wow. with Mike playing on the wing. Whereas the Waratahs, you know, they're talking about, oh, we're, we're rebuilding. You just lost to the Western yeah. Force who weren't even in Super Rugby. No, a couple a of years year, ago. A year yeah. and a half ago. So. Uh, then in the New Zealand Conference, really tight here. Crusaders are a few points ahead, so they're all right. Then we've got the Chiefs, Blues, and Highlanders, two points separating them. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? That is good. That's great. And then you've got the Hurricanes are a bit down and out. Which is so weird because they're such a good side, the Hurricanes, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, uh, off to the English Premiership. Going to start with Northampton Saints versus London Irish. So Dan Bigger was at his best. This was a super rugby-like match. Closer game than the score uh, mentions, which is that we've got Northampton Saints 44 and London Irish 26. It was a really, really impressive game there, uh, Toby. Uh, next up is the Sale Sharks just edged Gloucester. Bad red card, 10 Sharks tip-tackled. Uh, thoroughly deserved, um, and we saw this game go the whole way. Not one for the history books, though, because it was a little bit. So was it was it a red card though? Hundred percent red it? card. Yeah, tip tackle. Heat. Oh, uh, village. Yeah, yeah, village, village. But you know, a few years ago, you'd be like, oh, 
but we all know the rules now. Yeah. Exeter Chiefs absolutely wiped yeah, the floor did, with they? Wasps. That's what it looks like, 43-13. But actually, it was a pretty decent game. I put down here Waratahs versus the Chiefs because really the difference was the Wasps' defensive line when they got broke was pretty poor. Well, second half, 33 unanswered points. It wasn't quite like that, though. Well, what, that's, what, that's what it says, so it was like that. that the last, in, in all honesty, the last 10 minutes oh, really? was like 20 nil. Oh, right, okay. So you take away the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I wonder what happened. pretty close Just game. got tired, weren't playing their top team, you think? Do you or? know what? They, um, they've been beaten a few times now, as we can see on their results. Yeah. And... They 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 just lay down, mate. Right. They lay down and they such a shame. Took it. They took it mm. bad. Uh, Bristol, a very impressive win. Free falling Newcastle put up a good fight, but X Factor won it, and that's a kind of common theme. Exeter and Bristol and Harlequins, they all have that, and Northampton, they all have that bit of X Factor that some of the other teams don't have. So that was a, a, a close. Close-ish game at 17 points to 34. And last but not least, I love Harlequins at the moment. Danny Kerr, not for the British Lions, but for British Lions captain. I'm going even further now. Great performance I, for I Quins think he'll get picked. To dispatch a woeful Worcester. I think he'll get picked for the Lions, you know. You, have you come around to my thinking? Well, you I, were saying I, I was agreeing with you. You, you said to be fair with picked, Danny Kerr. But do you think he'll get picked match day? Oh. I think he'll be off the bench on the match day, mate. He, he honestly, he's playing the best rugby. Oh, for sure. He's but one of the I best always, in the world at now. I always thought he was good. He's one of the well. Um, we, we sort of said, why wasn't he picked for England? Yeah, absolutely, mate. Why wasn't he picked for England? That's what Toby? I mean. Come on, steady Eddie. Come on, steady Eddie. So who's, who's, who's in the top Eddie. six? Who's in the top six for Bristol first, Exeter Chief second, Sale. No idea how Sale are there. They, they're up and down and all sorts. Harlequins, Northampton Saints, London Irish. Bath, I think. Bath and Leicester. Oh, I've, that's the only one I haven't mentioned, isn't it? Uh, Bath, narrowly. When I say narrowly, I mean narrowly. Bet, uh, bet uh, Leicester Tigers. It took Ben Spencer to kick one from the corner to make the difference between the two teams Good in the 79th then. minute. Good kick. But Pressure it was, kick. But it was interesting, you know, like you've got Bath who played some like explosive rugby and then you've got uh, Leicester that just t- took their chipped away at the scoreboard and almost won it but didn't quite win it. So I reckon after watching a little bit of Premiership rugby, I could, you know, I reckon the Harlequins could win this. I think Northampton Saints probably less likely to win it. I think Bath could win it. But, but they're just a bit out of touch at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, but you've got to get top six, and then you're into the playoffs. So it doesn't actually matter? No, so, you know, top six go into playoffs, and, and obviously if, you, if you're higher up, you play at home. But there's eight teams that could re- that are in with a sniff, aren't there? Absolutely, yeah. You know, Bath and Leicester Tigers aren't far off. No, and I would I would think that Northampton Saints and London Irish could drop down and actually Bath and Leicester Tigers could nip replace up. them. But mm. then on the flip side of the coin, they, they, could, they could go from strength to strength yeah. as well. It's, it's pretty tight. I'd say the top eight there are all playing pretty good rugby at the yeah. moment. So, yeah. um, it just takes one team to trip up by another one and, you know, they put on the back foot, aren't they? Absolutely. Mate, what caught your eye? What caught my eye? Mate, yeah. Crusaders Chiefs. Mm. The DJ had a blinder. He did. He did, didn't he? God, we were commenting on everything. That's what I wrote down at the time. That was in the first half. And then in the second <laughs> half, he started playing Happy Birthday. Happy Birthday to <laughs> And he had a shocker. So Could have been someone's birthday, mate. You can't What, what he went out? He went out a bit like me. He went out hard. Ooh, hard, and <laughs> hard and fast. And then you're finished. And then, <laughs> and then I fell off the globe. I'm surprised you, know, you I'm lasted. Sinking, I'm, I'm sinking. Surpri- I'm, I'm surpri- sinking the pints. I'm sinking I, the pints, and then by eight o'clock, I'm gone. I'm I'm off home. I'm surprised you last forty minutes. 
So he caught, he caught Mike. Tom Sanders, um, oh, the you... good, the bad, and the ugly. People really rate Tom Sanders. He's just a donkey, isn't He's he? He's a donkey. He does some good stuff. He does not so good stuff. And then he does some real ugly stuff. And we saw that in the game. Um, I liked how the referee in this game talked. He, he talked he, a lot. He talked a lot. But also, there was every now and then, if they weren't responding, he was actually touching them. You know, grabbing them on the... Sh- touching them? <laughs> Grabbing them on the shoulder and going, look, you need to get out, fella. Did he give them a squeeze on the shoulder or was it just a touch? It was a stroke. Oh, stroke. <laughs> Crikey. Um, but I, I like this game and I have to say, I thought the Chiefs thoroughly deserved it. I yeah. thought the midfield, uh, Anton Leonard Brown. He had a good game. He looking sharp. And I hate to talk about people's weights, but he's looking that little bit trimmer. And he's looking that little bit, and he went forward. Yes. He went forward in this game rather than trying to go round. And maybe some he's of that's because not fast of enough to go round. Alex Nankerville. Now he's going forward. He takes the ball on. That gets, you know, maybe um, we thought their midfield was going to be a bit weak, didn't we? Because we did, yeah. uh, what's his Quentin name? Depay was out. Yeah, but um, but really good. As you mentioned, maybe Richie Mwanga could have taken that that kick, but. I think this is an area of the Crusaders game that I've seen over the last couple of years that they need to work on. They're not that quick to the breakdowns. No. And that penalty came from the fact that they were It was a good turnover, to be fair. to the breakdown. Good turnover. What caught your eye, mate? Well, it w- what caught my eye, really, mate, was Crusaders Chiefs, just a good game. Really good game. But I think the Crusaders, their big names... They just weren't firing on all cylinders. A little bit like a couple of weeks earlier against the Highlanders. Yeah, they just looked a bit flat. And the Chiefs... I don't know. The Chiefs individually, though, know, you know. didn't think, play that well either. Oh, I think Hang you're on, Can wrong. I just say, yeah, not all players play bad, but I think the Chiefs played better as a team. I reckon the Crusaders... Haveli didn't have a good game. I so think... Reese didn't have a good game. Bridgie didn't have a good game. I think they have played okay. Yeah, I'm not saying, but we're ex- so I'm expecting them to be playing blinders week in week out. I think that the the Chiefs stopped them. I, I honestly think the Chiefs thoroughly deserved to win this game. The they Crusaders would have gone. What didn't. I'm trying to say is, it's, I think that the Crusaders. I think like Richie Mwanga played pretty well. He did, but he didn't have a he didn't have a great game for Richie Mwanga standards. But I just think that's because the Chiefs were really good. Yes, and I'm not saying that they weren't good. I'm saying that they played better as a team and they targeted the big names and those big names weren't able to play their free-flowing selves. Fair comment. Thank you. Right. Fair comment. Highlanders looked class. Love this game. I mean, let's just take a moment to say they were all good games on the weekend. I agreed. Agreed. You've got second, third, and fourth in the New Zealand Conference, and it's anyone's, which is fantastic. You've got Crusaders who are, they're going to make it. There are a few yeah, I know, but they are. But if they, they do falling. trip up a bit, yep. anyone's. But it's anyone's, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome yeah. to see. Um, if the Crusaders lose again, they could be in trouble. I think they'll make the top two. I agree, yeah. Because I do agree. Because people will naturally lose to each other, yes. won't they? Yeah. But um, but if they lose a couple in a row... But they've only got two games left. If they lose the last two games... I still think they'll make the top two. I do as well. I, I do. Now, try of the week. Could you just you just say, I do, I do? I do. Try of the week. Blues halfback off Aaron Smith's oh, absolute yeah. rocket of a pass yes, that on was the line. Fantastic. That was like a slips catch. Wasn't it was it? like a slips catch. Yeah, get him in the black caps. But how good was Aaron Smith in this game? He's pretty much because the young fella is injured now. He's pretty he much played, he played carrying the league, that he? team. Yeah. I mean, what a player. Class. What a player. Class. Love his energy, love his leadership. I know he apparently is quite tough to play with because he's, he's on you. Yeah, I didn't realise yeah, that he was, and then he mentioned ya. it. He's like swearing at you. Yeah. He's, he's in a high standard. Making standards. you accountable, though. High standards. Right, what what caught your eye in the uh, in the Aussie stuff? Force v Brumbies. I like, you know, this show's player-led rather than coach-led. 
I like this. You know, it's like the attack shape, the defense, better. Um, oh, so now what? Sorry, 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 sorry. What I wanted to say is not the forces. It was the tar. No, it was the force versus the tars. Sorry. Player led rather than coach led. I think this is a bit of the way forward in the in the future, right? So we've seen Harlequins, we've seen the Waratahs sack off their coach, and then they're kind of their their performances improve. And I reckon this is because the coach, the players take over, the players start to lead more, and as a coach. What am I trying to do? I'm trying to get my players to take more responsibility for their performance. Responsibility and accountability. And accountability. And this is where good coaches with their teams, they work well together. But when we see this kind of off the field, not harmony, yeah, then on the field, it can go badly wrong because they start to look and say, well, it's our coach's it's fault. coach's fault. Don't like our coach. It'd be really interesting to find out what the relationship was like yeah. with Penny and his players because it did not look like they were playing for him. But they were much, much better. I do agree that the force are not a force to be reckoned with. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. not They're not a, a Brumbies or a Reds. No. Uh, but I thought the Tars were better, that's for sure. It was a great match, which went down to a missed line-out at right. the end, and it's down to one of those things where if you've lost, 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 you often find you, a way to lose. Yeah, you can't find a way to win. And they found that way to lose yeah. in this game. Which is a shame. Uh, Rebels v. Brumbies. I, you know what? A, is it Amy Park. It's a beautiful... A-M-I. No, it's not. I just I couldn't oh. spell it, mate. <laughs> Amy Park. It's a beautiful park. Right. It's a beautiful stadium. It's got lovely stands, lovely seats, lovely grass. It kind of, you know, when you talk about what caught your eye, I sat there going, God, that's a great stadium. Did it catch your eye, mate? It caught my eye, mate. Oh, no, Loved man. it. I'd be, I'd love to play there. Unfortunately, people don't like going there to watch games. It's always empty. I thought the Brumbies were, were pretty good. I thought the Rebels are, are blunt. They can't score tries. Matt Tamua, um you know, leads leads by example, but there's not enough there. And what happens is the Brumbies are good at the basics, the Rebels are good at the basics, but the Brumbies have the X factor, yeah. and that's the difference in this game. It's um, midfield for the Brumbies. Can't even pronounce his name. <laughs> it's like. Where is it's it? It's a tower. Lovely touches at 12. I really was liked it. Was it good? Very, very good. So, yeah, I mean, great games. I enjoyed watching both those games for different reasons. Yeah. But um, coast to coast, mate. Brumbies are the best in the world. Coast to what coast. What caught your eye, mate? In well, the, I didn't uh, actually see those two games, but just overall, it was good to see some close games, some hard-fought games. Good rugby, and I just thought it was good to see the Western Force win. I, I've watched more rugby this weekend than I have in a very long time. What the only negative to that is, you kind of get a lot of the games mixed up. You yeah, know what I mean, like, oh, what, what happened in that game? What happened in the game? But it was great. They all were enjoyable. Even some of the Premiership games were very, very enjoyable. Exeter game was excellent, and that Northampton London Irish game. If you want to go and watch the highlights of that, that's impressive. Very, very impressive. Mate, it's time for... Listeners' questions. Certainly is. I love it when they do this. Can I say this is my favourite opening line? Long time listener, first time caller. Did he ring it? (laughs) Hello, it's Joe. Just wanted to say thanks for the podcast. I stumbled over it after being stuck in quarantine after a trip overseas. My question to you both... If you fast forward five years, what are your hopes and fears for world rugby? Basically, best case and worst case scenario. Best and worst case scenarios. Many thanks. Keep up the great work. Joe Nixon. Brizzy. Yeah, Brizzy. He's got a speed on. Speedos on. Certainly Love that. Does, well, you might not. I would if I was you, Nick. 
for Joe. Hopes and Joe fears. Nixon. Hopes and fears. Should we should we start negative in positive? You go for that, mate. Is that because you're tired? <laughs> negative. Um, <laughs> it, I'm it just... going to be in a bad mood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you're putting me in one now, son. <laughs> you watch yourself, son. <laughs> Come over and slap that forehead. <laughs> Five head. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Um, worst case scenario... That rugby becomes a bit like football. What do you mean by that? I mean by that is we we pander. We we're not the nitty gritty rugby players of the old. We're getting dishing out cards left, right, and centre. You're basically Sivir Reese. Yeah, God, that was absolutely laughable. He should have been yellow carded for that. He he is a diver. He's yeah, a, he is. The Ronaldo of the rugby world. Village. I don't even know. Ronaldo, does he dive? I don't know, mate. Let's just say Ronaldo does dive. Okay. We could be wrong. We could be wrong. But he does. We probably are wrong. <laughs> we're, we're, a lot, we're wrong a lot of the time, actually. As some of our supporters slash bad reviewers know, like yeah. to point out. But I think that's that's what will happen. That's, you know. Yeah. We'll go down. We, 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 you know, the concussion thing will will kick up a, a storm, and yeah. and we'll literally not be able to do. It'll become touch rugby. It'll become touch rugby. You know, yeah. that is a bit of a worry. Yes, like yeah, that is a genuine. And we'll lose fans from it because they'll go watch other. They'll go watch rugby league. They'll go watch NFL. Yeah, they'll go watch other sports that have that exciting contact factor. Yeah. And yeah. then rugby will will fall by the wayside. I think for me, my biggest fear is not that. Now, I don't know why, because actually you bringing it up does make me worry about that. So now I'm worried about two things. <laughs> All right. My worry is that French have so much money. My worry is that the All Black players will not want to stay at home. The so, Aussies won't want to stay at home. Like that, we're struggling now. But basically, all those players are going to go overseas so that the Super Rugby will die a slow and painful death. That's a real worry. And with that, you know, Super Rugby has bred such attractive rugby throughout the world. And what I mean by that is, without Super Rugby, we wouldn't have had the Northampton Saints versus London Irish game. That is a direct copy. That That is... Those coaches trying to play attractive rugby, yeah, not because they'll win, just because that's what everyone wants to see. But also, everyone wants to see it. But also, players want to play, play that way. They want to play for coaches that want to play yeah. that way. Yeah. So that's a fear for me. What then goes with that is that the southern hemisphere, which is already fractured, yeah. You've got South Africa that have moved basically. They are from the Southern Hemisphere, but they're going to be Northern Hemisphere. But I yeah. think they'll go to Six Nations. I think that they've obviously almost over the next two years will become Northern Hemisphere. So then you're going to have South Africa, um, France, you know, all the Six all Nations. All the big nations, All yeah. the big nations. And then you got New Zealand and Australia out on their lonesome. That is not going to be good for world rugby. That's, that's actually... That's my fear, and that is a very viable fear. It I, is. I can't actually see that not happening, but is my point. Because at the moment, you know, with the two island teams coming into the New Zealand setup, do you think because New Zealand and Australian rugby are sort of powerhouses of the rugby world at the moment, do you think that'll pick up the island? sort of play do you think those island teams will get better do you think we'll yes. end up sucking in japan do okay you think so we'll this, suck in this goes my biggest hopes canada uh yeah. you know argentina america i think the real key for super rugby moving forward and i think they've made good strides they've got the pacific now they've opened up the doors for the pacific boys we need to get that Japanese market. I don't see why Japan aren't knocking on New Zealand door and going, "Why? Why have you done that for the island teams? Can we? Can we get on on it? 
Yeah, well, they didn't want to fund their Super Rugby team. So, you know, they had the option and they didn't want to fund the Japan. Super Rugby team. Yeah. But there's so much I know, money So in much money. Japan. Um, we need to we need to get the Argentinians back. Yeah. We need to get the Japanese back. We need to get the, um, obviously, the Pacific Islands, which we, we're, we were doing. The problem now is that the first people that really welcomed the Americans long-term... It's such a smart thing to do. Couldn't agree more. Because also they've got the Major League Rugby, which is yeah. taking off, as we know. Yeah. So, you know, the person who puts their hand out to shake to shake America's hand, you know, America's got deep pockets too, as we know with all their other Major League sports. Absolutely. So you've got to find a way. Now, is Super Rugby the way? Maybe what you do is, you know, you... A Pacific... You, you have your conferences, and then you like you the NFL together. basically, and then yeah. you come together for a final. Which mentioned this before, but you've got to find a way. We need to find a way because four million people in New Zealand, five million people, let's say, are interested in rugby. Yeah, right. Pretty much the population in New Zealand's interested in rugby. Now I know people are going to email in or Twitter in and yada yada yada, whatever. But, but it's, also, it's, if they do email or Twitter in. It would be a bit ironic because they're listening to a rugby podcast, but yeah. then complaining. Anyway. Anyway. What I'm going to say, a, a vast proportion yes. of New Zealanders are interested in rugby or know something about rugby or played rugby, whatever. But, you know, that it pales into insignificance when you look at the population of America, the population of uh, Japan. Japan. And you don't need that many people a percentage of that country no, to be interested in it to just far surpass, yeah. you know, the, the numbers of New Zealand. Then you go to Australia and say, a rugby's so far down in popularity there, there's probably about the same number of, of people interested in rugby Maybe, as New yeah. Zealand. So your sponsors aren't going to be as interested. But as soon as you get in America and Japan, all of a sudden those sponsors are probably going to say, you know, it's worth it. Because South Africa, although they've got 55 million people in their country, the RAN was really weak. So therefore, people aren't loaded in no. South Africa. You know, there's not that much money rolling around. So we, we must get them back in. So my hopes are that we find a way to incorporate Japan... Argentina and America or the Americas into some form of competition. And the quicker we do that, the better. Because we need it. Agree. We definitely need it. Great question, Joe. Loved it. Really good question. Loved it. Right, my question for you, mate. Go for it, mate. How do you fit Bowdoin Barrett, Richie Mwanga, D-Mac... And Will Jordan in the same team, so the All Blacks. You don't. Who do you leave out then? D Mac. It hurts me to say, mate. I really like D Mac. He's fantastic, brilliant player. How on earth? You've got to go, Richie. Well, the other option is you don't play Richie Mwanga. You go start with Bowden Barrett. You got D Mac, who can who can start at fullback, and can and can play at 10 and cover that position. You've got Will Jordan, who can play on the wing, but then cover fullback when that happens. The only way you get them all on, well, the only way you, you can't get them all on the on the same team, on match day 23. Just, look, just hear me out Unless here. Unless you play Will Jordan in the second row. Hear me out here. Do we go away from a big, powerful midfield? No. And do we go Richie, Bowden Barrett, Enrico. It's not a bad shout. <laughs> not a bad shout, is it? We don't naturally have like standout twelve. No, we haven't, and all three God, of those be, people are good defensively. The only thing I would say, mate, is imagine if you're Bowden Barrett. And then you've got D Mac at fullback or Will Jordan and they could swap roles really, because they're both they could both play. I would I would have I tell you what, I'd have Jordan on the bench. Because then D Mac starts at fullback, 
but then Will Jordan could potentially come on at fullback or come on as a winger. So he's your utility back. A bit like Bowden Barrett was when he first started. If you're Bowden Barrett, your real you know, player of the year two years in a row, and then literally you, oh, should we play him at 15? Oh, should we play him at 12? Oh, he really wants to play at 10, but mm, I'm not sure whether or not I'd be happy. No. But he's damn good. Like, I think we underestimate how good he is at 15. Like, genuinely, he's a really... He's world-class. World-class 15. And I think as soon as we move away from this double-pivot rubbish, we'll actually see Bowden Barrett just out of this world being amazing at fullback. The only thing that stops him from being amazing at fullback is a double pivot. It's just absolutely rubbish. Get him running into the line like he did when he first came on the scene because we didn't play a double pivot. He was unstoppable. I remember thinking, who's this skinny white guy who's just electric? He just looks like he weighs 150 kgs and he's... He's you know six foot three and seventy kgs you know wet through. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. So for me, Richie Moanga at ten, Bowden Barrett at, at fifteen, or Bowden Barrett starts at ten and you bring Richie on at at, at, uh, at half time and you put Bowden Barrett back to fifteen. Yeah, I think probably actually to be perfectly honest with you, that's actually an even better way forward. Start with Bodie at ten. Put him back to 15. Rich Moanga comes on and changes the game. Love it. If it needs to be changed. If it needs to be changed. Then you've got D-Max starting. D-Max starting and Will Jordan on the wing. Oh, wow. Exciting. But you are right. At 12, he could do a damn good job there as well. Yeah, it could do. I mean, that, that could be his position. After all these years. Have you ever played there? No, not since school, but I'm <laughs> going to be damn good at it now. Yeah. Mate, my question so that's to you. A food, that's a bit of food for thought for the listeners. Is food for thought. Is, is food for thought. Uh, where do you think Fiji and the Pacific teams will end up next year in the combined Super Rugby comp? So imagine that. So there'll be, I'll, I'll imagine scroll that back the Force, up. the Tars, all that, all that are playing. We're playing Ooh, so as, it's one, big as comp. one big comp. Yeah, where do you reckon? They will be. So I think I think Crusaders and Reds, Brumbies, will sort of be those top four, three. You know, you've got the Blues, Chiefs in there as well. I think they'll be in between potentially sort of, I know the Western Force are doing quite well at the moment, but there'll be those top teams, there'll be those sort of bottom teams, they'll be... You reckon they'll be in the middle? I think so. I think the Fijian team will be higher than the uh, Moana Pacifica team. Okay. I agree with that. Uh, just of sort of what we were saying with the, you know, the the home-growing talent and the, the one team kind of thing, or one nation. I reckon they'll upset, but to get it up week in, week out, I think they might struggle. I'm not sure they'll have the depth like the other teams. Yeah. Um, and like you say, I think consistency will let them down. Yeah. But man, there's going to be some great tries. They're going to fit into Super Rugby. They're going to fit like, into Super Rugby. Like a hand and a glove. Yeah. One of those gloves that you put on when you're in the airport, mate. Do you know what I mean, those ones? With the security guards. Come this way, sir. I'm just going to whack these bad boys on here. Now pull them down. <laughs> And spread them. <laughs> oh, I yeah. What so you're I think about, they'll mate. be uh, I in agree and around mid-table. That the they could. Well, I think that the if it went this year, I would say the Tars would struggle. They might be a bit better next year. I'd say the Force would struggle yep. and the Rebels would struggle. But I think the Rebels would win maybe more than they'd lose against them. So, But I think they could get those. Then well, could they pick off a Highlanders? Could they pick off a Crusaders under the right? You know, Or a like, Hurricanes at the moment? You know, or a Blue. You know, I think on their day, they'll be dangerous against anyone. I just don't I'll, see them week in, week out. No, I agree. Doing it. So. Tough, eh? It's like a tough tough old comp yeah. next year, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be good. Can't wait. Mate, it's time to finish off the show. It is. You doing the quiz? You doing some quiz questions? No, we've got... Coach's Corner. Coach's Corner today, yeah. isn't it? 
I wanted to talk a little bit about how to beat the quick press defense. So what are your thoughts, mate? If you were a coach and you were trying to devise a plan on how to beat that quick press defense. Look, so the quick press defense, are we are we going outside in or inside out defensively? I think, I think I'm talking about when that 13 really cuts in, cuts in, tries to chop off the ball. So yeah. basically for, for the listeners who don't understand what we're talking about, basically what a hard press is trying to do, it's trying to stop the ball getting out past 13. You're just and, trying to cut it off there, really, and aren't you? it's trying you? to get them to cut back in. Yeah. And when they cut back in, they're cutting back into a number of heavy players. Yeah. Therefore, they're more likely to turn them over. Yeah. So how do you beat that? Depth. depth I think depth. you've got to... The depth has to be deep enough to make sure that that 13 has got too far to go. So when the ball gets out there, that player has got enough time to then either get rid of it wider or give it to someone who's on his inside running through that gap because that 13 is leaving a massive hole. We've seen it many times, haven't we? And we've seen the Hurricanes attack that space, haven't we? Yeah, really well. inside ball. Yep. Yeah, 100%. And we've seen that this year, that teams up appeared to go way, way back. The Chiefs have been doing it through Anton Leonard Brown. They've been absolutely gunning it. Yeah. And a couple of times he's been looked... Well, he's looked like a bit of a fool, hasn't he? Because either he's got his timing wrong and he's either missed the tackle or they've jinked him, stepped him a little bit, and he's looked like a schoolboy, or they've just passed it into that hole. What the the teams were trying to do a few years ago was they were trying to do kicks. Yes. So they're trying to like pop the kick over the top into that space. The problem with that was was there was so finer margins that if you got it wrong, you? you got punished. Yeah. Big time. Things that people are trying to do this year, which has been really good, is that pod of forwards yeah. is actually kind of outside 12. So that pod of forwards is coming up, which is worrying 13. Well, it's almost sucking him in, isn't it? Yeah, and then the ball's going out the back yeah. there. Whereas in the past, that would have come off 10. And we've really liked that, haven't oh, we? Loved it. Loved it. But you are rolling the dice. Doing all these things means that you're playing behind your game line in the hope to get over the game line. And for years... I think that's a bit of rugby, though. Yeah, absolutely. But but that didn't used Patience. to happen. People used to bash at the yeah. back, bash at the, at the game line Definitely. to get over it. Whereas yeah. actually now they're saying, come on, come to us, come to us, and we'll go through you and round you. You, you create the holes yeah. by what we've done in front for the now faster players to do something through them and that's why I've really liked those those forwards and they've almost been second pivot yeah you know that at times they've they've seen the player ahead of them and they've gone right he's running out so I'm just going to either tip it or take it myself yeah start again or they've gone right we've got we've got a game here throw it out the back yeah throw it back to someone deep deep yeah running around and And and, created so much space So it'd be really, I mean, if you're listening to this out there and and you're watching the games on Saturday, look out for that. Yeah. Look out for how they're trying to manipulate that 13, the defensive 13, who's coming out quick. And basically they're trying to use that against them. Because if you can get the ball outside the 13. So much space. Wow. But then again, if the 13 makes that tackle, it's a spot tackle. Then you're in trouble. Then then you're going to get turnover. Yeah. You know, quite a bit of the time. Yeah, absolutely. May I've thoroughly enjoyed. I think I talked too to much you. then, didn't I? Talking to you tonight, even even when you're in that bad mood that you <laughs> told me about. Is that chocolate? Um, that chocolate's before still we there, go, all the voting's in, mate. Oh yeah. Should Lamarpe stay yes. or go? Should he stay or should he? Now go I now? would admit that it's almost a draw. Oh, is it? Yeah. But you had some early emails flooding to say that they agree with you. Yeah. To say that Lamape is not a front runner, therefore he should not hedge his bets and just go. But I've rallied have back you, a have little you bit. Reeled me back in. Reeled you back in. So I'm going to say it's a draw. You can't say that because that's draw. not true. Well, probably to be honest, let's just say you just win then. Okay. 
for argument's were, sake. For argument's sake. So very, very tight. Very, very tight. But I think that polls, is it closed? Yep, it's closed now. Um, so we'll try and think of something. I found a really good thing on Twitter where you could just voice voice a question. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. So I'll be doing more of those, mate. Excellent. I like that from you. Mate, it's been a pleasure. Always a Always pleasure. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. So get out there if you want to support us. Like, subscribe. Yeah. Tell your friends. Follow. Tell your enemies. Yeah. Tell everyone. Until next time. Adios. Sports Social Podcast Network.